Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the LBC Podcast, where we explore Christian theology and practice for the building up of God's family. I'm your host today, John Harrell, Worship Director at LBC. Well, the weather is heating up, so get your goldfish crackers, Kool-Aid, glitter glue, and popsicle sticks out, because it's that time of the year. I'm talking about VBS, Vacation Bible School. It's that wonderful time where kids from all over gather to play games, memorize scripture, build crafts, and sing songs that are so catchy that some parents will be humming the tunes until Christmas. But between the army of volunteers, the hours of decorating classrooms, and the exhaustion of wrangling over 500 squirrely kiddos, the question has to be asked, what's the point of all of this? In today's culture, can Vacation Bible School still have an impact? Well, to answer that question, we've got a full house of frontline folks, staffers, who are joining me today. We have Kevy. Chris. Hello. Drew. Hey. And we have Kevin. What's up? <laughs> and of course, as always, we have Elijah who sets all of this up and keeps us straight and keeps us on the tracks. Right, Elijah? Yep. Good. Well, hey, I'm glad you guys are joining us on the podcast today. It's fun to have a big group in the studio. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for having us. Yeah, I think this will be a fun podcast because uh, we've been having a lot of fun just getting to this point to start yep. recording. So anyways, <laughs> Yeah, we all enjoy working together. It's fun. <laughs> we do. We really do enjoy working together. It's a good time. Well, hey, as we're heading into this conversation, we're, we're talking about VBS. We're talking about Vacation Bible School. And before we get into it, just a little bit of history, a little background on VBS. Where did it come from? Uh, believe it or not, in some of the research that I found, VBS is an American invention. Believe it or not, that goes all the way back to the 1870s. Uh, when there was a Methodist Episcopal church that offered Sunday school institutes, was what they called it, and they offered it to the general public. This was in New York. Uh, Bishop John H. Vincent proposed in 1873 that the movement include educational and cultural programs, and soon a whole bunch of other Christian groups uh, started opening these summer schools. Now, this was primarily for adults, um, not really for families, but some of them started to cater these institutes and these schools, these Bible schools, to children. Uh, it was about 20 years later, there's a Mrs. Hawes from Epiphany Baptist Church. And what she saw, she was living in New York City, and what she saw was that there was a growing number of immigrant children living in the slums who were actually getting hurt just from being out running on the streets and playing and just really bad stuff was, was happening and all the trouble that they were getting into. And so in July of 1898, she rented a saloon or a bar house, however you want to call it. And for six weeks, she ran a Bible school summer program for these kids. Hmm. Six weeks. So that's a six-week-long VBS. I could not imagine. Mm. <laughs> that's long. Yeah, my brain At is At a bar. Just... <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> Um, she retired just a few years later from that program, maybe because it was six weeks long. Um, she retired from that, and the program was taken up. This is where it takes off. The program was taken up by a Dr. Robert Boville, who worked at the Baptist Mission Society. Uh, he grew it to 17 different schools by 1903, and four years later, there were schools in cities all over the United States. He went on to establish the Daily Vacation Bible School Association in 1911, and that later grew to become the World Association of Vacation Bible Schools. Um, and this was about the same time when they started to put out their own curriculum so that other churches could easily put on their own Bible schools for children. Um, so nearly 100 years, you know, really 100 years later, where we are today, uh, Vacation Bible School 
doesn't look a whole lot different, although it's been a little bit jazzed up from what we've seen. In 1993, according to Barna Research, there was 81% of churches in the United States offered VBS. In 2012, there was a decrease of 68%, and it's believed that it's actually going down. A lot of the most common reasons why VBS programs are, are lacking or why we're finding less and less of them is that they can't find enough volunteers or the churches simply don't have children in their congregation. So looking at the fact that, you know, when we hold VBS here at LBC, which we take it pretty seriously, when we host VBS here at LBC, we're really standing in, in you know, at least 100 years of history of churches uh, providing a summer alternative <laughs> to children where they can come and learn about Jesus, where they can hear the stories of the Bible, where they can hear the gospel a lot of times for the first time. Um, and as we see this kind of starting to decline, a good question for us to ask is, is why are we going to still do this? Why do we at LBC take VBS seriously? And why is this something that we believe in? Yeah, so uh, there's, a, there's a couple of reasons. I'm glad you brought up the history of VBS because it, it reiterated the importance of VBS in my mind. But when we think about VBS, first thing we think about is we've got a lot of kids during the summer with lots of free time on their hands. A great way for the church to reach out to the uh, community is by creating a fun, safe place where they can come have a good time, meet friends, and then and then share the gospel with them. Um, and so, and, be, and especially in our culture today, we have a lot of parents that are they're looking for fun opportunities for their kids, especially during the summer. So, um, and and for the most part, churches are trusted. Um, but the other thing I was thinking about too, as you're going through those facts, John, is um, just the idea that a church a church dies when they don't have children, mm. right? Yeah. And so children, we always have to be looking at the next generation because we want to continue the church to grow, to continue to develop and disciple people, to share the gospel, um, and send them out into the world. And so we, as a church, a healthy church is always looking to the next generation. So VBS is a great way to say, we love children, we're welcoming children into our church, we're going to disciple the children, and we're opening up our church doors to the community. Um, and so to me, it's worth the the, the manpower. Like, we're, we've recruited, what, over 150 volunteers already for VBS this yeah. year. Um, you know, we have a budget. You know, it's in hmm. the, you know, it's almost 20000 that we spend on VBS. And some, some of that we recoup when we... Um, uh, for the little fee that they get charged to come and uh, just the amount of planning, it's worth it because yeah. uh, we're making this fun, awesome place where kids can remember that that, that church building was a lot of fun. They told me about Jesus and we're pouring into the next generation. And so it's unfortunate to hear that there's churches that are discontinuing their VBSs because that tells me that they're losing their focus on the next generation. And mm -hmm. that's when you start to see a church die when they, when they, lose track of, of their children. So, um, in my mind, VBS is, is super important and it's yeah. worth the time. And, uh, so that's just, that's kind of my angle on and my take of that, but yeah. Anybody else? Yeah. I think VBS kind of catches a different group of people that wouldn't maybe normally come to LBC for any other reason, right? On a Sunday morning for a non-believing family, church probably isn't going to be the first option or it can be really scary right. to just show up where everybody, most people know each other, you know, to be like, oh, hey, I'm new. I have no idea why I'm here, what you're talking about. You know, like, it's scary to kind of show up on a Sunday morning sometimes, mm -hmm. but it's really easy to send your kids somewhere in the summer. And mm -hmm. so 
they're confident. Like you said, a lot of people trust churches. A lot of parents are eager to get rid of those resources. Like it's a good option. And so we we catch all those families that maybe wouldn't necessarily be comfortable coming on a Sunday. But what's really neat is at the end of the week, we invite all those parents to come and then hear what we've learned, right? Hear what we've Mm. talked to their kids about all week. And so it's a really neat outreach event that's maybe different than a Sunday morning. Right. Yeah, and like Drew is like to add what to what Drew is saying, like during VBS week, we have more kids on our campus that don't know the gospel than like we have all year. So it's this unique opportunity that we get to really push for the gospel and for the love of Christ to people to kids and um people who wouldn't ordinarily hear it or have the opportunity to um to be in a Bible believing and preaching and teaching church um, and just have that week and then to make it fun. I think it's really important to um, for kids to equate like being a Christian and having fun because sometimes I feel like our culture looks at Christianity as like a fun sucker and and that's not that's not what it is. There's so many things we can do mm. and um, there's so many ways we can have fun and have joy in the Lord and um, just having that time of VBS where we're having a lot of fun, but also um, but also just sharing the gospel in every, I mean, chance that we get. Like, I mean, we've been talking to our volunteers and like, we want to make it clear that everywhere they go, they're going to hear the gospel. So like on the rec field, they're asking questions and relating the game to the gospel in the craft room. How can we learn about the gospel? What does this craft have to do with the gospel? What does this outreach have to do with the gospel and serving in our community? So everywhere they go on campus, like during snack time, our teachers are like asking them questions about the lesson. So it's just like using every opportunity and every moment to really share the love of Christ with these kids who um, wouldn't ordinarily hear it. That's cool. Yeah. You know, you guys bring up a really great point that there are people who would never darken the doors typically of a church that are more than eager to get involved in something like vacation Bible school when that's, when that's offered. Kevin, I'd like to hear from you because you, uh, you know, you're going to be running club remedy and for people that don't know club remedy is kind of like our own personal VBS. You can talk a little more to that. Uh, you know, our own personal VBS to junior hires. Um, and you've seen, and I think you've experienced in a lot of ways, the, the personal impact to our city mm-hmm. and to kids that would never necessarily come to church were it not for something like this. Why don't you talk a little bit about what VBS means to you and what Club Remedy especially, what what excites you yeah. about it? Yeah, it's a good plug too, John. So uh, back in 2014, uh, our ministry team at the time when I was a uh, new intern at the church, we said, what if we did VBS but for junior hires? And we kind of got some pushback. Uh, junior hires want to have more fun and do something that's more, you know, not as for, for children. So, uh, club remedy was really the idea of how can we cater to, to junior hires, make it cool, make it fun. Um, and then we added a competitive part of it. So we divide, divided the teams, uh, or the, there's about a hundred plus students that came. Uh, we divided them into team, uh, teams of six, they all get bandanas. They put their black paint on their on their cheeks, and uh, they're competing for points. But at at the same idea, we're still trying to teach the Bible, preach yeah. the gospel, and um, junior highs loved it. We found that uh, I think something unique about our church is we promote our students uh, in the beginning of the summer, and then when we transition to the fall, the kids already know each other. Those relationships yeah. are built. 
and um, we just find that summer after summer junior hires continue to come and uh, we have other events throughout the summer and they're like hey I'm, I'm sad VBS or Club Rambi is over um, is there anything more and <laughs> And so got a lot more. Yeah. yeah. And so really it's it's really a jump start yeah. um to our summer, the school year. I mean um I mean what what kid, what junior hire doesn't want to have fun in the summer and then to say the their most fun thing was VBS or Club Remedy is like I think that's a win. That's pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. So Oh, that's great. And even more than fun. I mean, you guys keep talking about it. It's right. fun. It's fun. It's fun. But yeah. Kevy, I, I love what you're saying. Like, but at every single point of that fun, <laughs> the purpose is to, in some way or another, bring it back to the gospel of Jesus Christ, that the kids would come to a saving knowledge of Jesus. Uh, and hopefully, you know, take that home if their parents are not believers and um, hopefully get the families involved as well. Well, what about, what about LBC? What about our people? Because it could be easy to listen to this and say, oh, okay, that's a great outreach to our community. Good job, guys. Well done. You know, keep up the good work. But what about us as a church? I mean, is there an impact to our own church members? I mean, what does VBS do for LBC? I guess is a good question to ask. I think on a, um, like on a volunteer, like, aspect of it, like, when you're serving with people for a week long and you're exa- you're all exhausted, you're all giving it, you're all like it just really brings you closer hmm. um, to your church family. I mean, uh, last year, my very first week of working at LBC right. was <laughs> literally VBS yep. week. Like I didn't know anyone and I, I knew Drew and I knew Chris and that was it. Um, and my first week of work was VBS week and it was um, – it was hard, but it was also like a really great opportunity to learn a lot of people and to get to know them and for them to get to know me and to see me. And so when I came to work here um, after that, when I like integrated myself into this church after that, it was really easy because they were at that point were used to seeing me and a lot of mm. them knew me um, from seeing me at VBS like that whole week. And so I think from a uh, volunteer like um, point of view it's like just serving your church body together is it really brings you together as a family when you're all working together for the same goal of um, sharing the gospel with kids that don't know it yeah I think of first Corinthians 12 when you have the the picture of the body of Christ as Mm. represented in like the human body and in each of the body parts have a different function they're all important. They're all critical. Like you see that at VBS, you see so many people with all different giftings and you're seeing them all work together. And it's, it's pretty rad. Like (laughs) being like the director spot and looking out and watching people, some people that maybe they were a little nervous coming in and weren't sure. And then they kind of learned, Oh, I actually do enjoy being with kids. And you know, maybe they started to see like how maybe they're gifted and, or maybe they realized like that, that probably isn't a fit for me, but I really want to do this. Um, so I think it helps people kind of solidify where their giftings are. They see where they fit in the church. Um, like heavy said, the unity piece is super cool. Um, there, there's been, there's been times during VBS where we'd have some volunteers that didn't get along, but even, <laughs> even that, like working through that, uh, they learn to forgive and communicate and then, and then it would work out and then it would be this cool thing at the end of the week, you know? That's so awesome. It's, it's all that stuff is super cool, but you're seeing the family and the body of Christ working together in a really cool way. Um, and that, 
that's that's a besides seeing kiddos come to to know the Lord, which is amazing. Um, it's seeing the church working together, hmm. the body of Christ functioning the way it's supposed to. Um, people stepping into areas that they may have been a little nervous about, and you know, seeing that God was working and using them. That was that was that's super cool for for VBS and something I think is really good for the church. Yeah, to be involved in. And I think to build on what Chris was saying, it's awesome for those people that are there, right? That unity piece. But what's really neat about VBS is hopefully if VBS is working correctly, we're corralling in a bunch of new families. And so even Mm -hmm. if you're not able to be at VBS serving, you can keep your eye out for those next several weeks looking for new families. I'm like, oh, hey, it's great to see you. I don't know if I've met you yet, you know, and we can draw those new families in because we would probably hope for an influx, right, of those new families who got to know us at VBS and they want to come back, right? They, yeah. they want to come back and they want to keep learning. And so even if you're not able to serve at VBS, there's a whole other crowd of people who maybe worked that week or whatever, but they're mm-hmm. great, right, at getting to know new people, right, catching new faces. And so I think it really involves even much more than the what 150 mm-hmm. volunteers we have that week. It, it really stretches as a whole church family. We can really be involved in that way. True that. Yeah. <clears throat> I think on that note, too, is... I love just seeing the the relationships getting, being built just that week. And I think one of my favorite things is when I talk to a college student, I say, hey, what are you doing this summer? And they said, nothing, just, you know, <laughs> play an Xbox or something. And Get a job. I say, hey, well, yeah, come, come and help out in Club Remedy or VBS. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, this college student who was just going to be home and out of the heat, um, <laughs> You know, they sacrifice some time to spend with junior hires, and then these junior hires, they just love working with college students or or parents or whoever their leader is, and they're spending this time from 8.30 to 12.30, Monday through Friday, and then at the end of the week, it's they're like best friends, and uh, those moments are, you know, like, you you just love witnessing that, and over and over again, I mean, it continues, not just VBS week, but throughout the school year, and it's a familiar face in the courtyard. It's it's really neat to see. So yeah, that's awesome. You know, I was I was thinking back to our baptisms. Almost every baptism that that we have, especially if it's kids or even teenagers, um, gosh, it 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 feels like it's almost every time we're doing baptisms, somebody mentions VBS. Somebody mentions about when they heard about Jesus at VBS, and maybe they're a teenager now, and it was years ago, but there was some impact back there. <laughs> from some teacher or somebody on the ball field or on water day. I don't know. Like there was something um, that God used to implant something in that child's heart that stuck, you know, and, and it was always at VBS. I think it's clear when we see these things and when we watch these baptisms and hear these testimonies that VBS does make an impact. It, it makes an impact on kids that are going to church every day because maybe they hear it a little bit different versus kids that are coming to church for the very first time. Right. I've got one cool story. One of our volunteers, I won't mention his name, uh, but he... It's a a him. It's a him, yes. (laughs) That narrows it down. That's right. Uh, (laughs) He came to the Lord through a flyer that was placed on his door promoting VBS. (laughs) And that drew him to the church. Um, He heard the gospel. And now he's he's one of our, our greatest volunteers at the church in our children's ministry. That's awesome. And so I had him share his testimony a couple of years ago during one of our kind of prayer meetings before we, one of the dates, uh, VBS. And it was just powerful that it, it impacts the kids, but it impacts the parents and the families and the community. 
um, in, in a big way, in ways sometimes that we, we don't even know, you mm-hmm. know. But um, yeah, just all around, it's PBS is good. So you guys are uh, you guys are the ones kind of heading up all of these different departments, but VBS is really run by just a ton of volunteers, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody who, if you, if you haven't experienced VBS at LVC, it's somebody said it, it's a it's a lot of kids. <laughs> we got a lot of kids on campus. It it fills up the worship center pretty well with a bunch of very loud, uh, boisterous yes. voices. Yes, um, you know it it takes a lot of volunteers to make this place run and and operate effectively during the week of VBS. Um, what is what does a typical day look like for volunteers? I mean, is this is it is it an easy week? <laughs> You start out super on fire. <laughs> our, hope, our hope is that uh, that you can continue that throughout the week. But we start early, uh, so drink your coffee, uh, <laughs> spend some time in prayer, and be ready. Because I mean, as soon as we get there, we we've got kids flooding in, mm. um, and so yeah, we we start early, and we we expect people to be you know all in all mm. day. And so I, I think easy would be a really incorrect way uh, to describe VBS. Um, it's exciting and it's fun, but I wouldn't yeah. say it's easy, um, especially towards Friday. The closer you get to Friday, um, easy yeah. kind of you know gets farther yeah. and farther away um, from your mind. Um, it's challenging, but it's worth it. I think the word that comes, to, the phrase that comes to mind is that it's worth it 100%. Yeah. And we go like from eight to 12. So it looks and it, it looks on paper like a small chunk of time, but that small chunk of time takes it out of you. I mean, like, I, um, I've i done VBS for the past, like, couple of years, and every time we get to, like, Friday, I'm just absolutely wrecked. I'm completely, <laughs> like, <laughs> usually I'm sick, too, but um, it's just, like Drew was saying, like, absolutely giving your all for those few hours. It's loud and it's crazy. Um, but typically at LBC, our VBS like day, a typical day in the life of a volunteer VBS or at LBC is that we have a um, prayer meeting with our team in the morning. Um, right before the kids kind of come, we give them any updates that we need to give them from either the previous day or like anything new that we need to say. Um, we pray um, for the team because it is challenging. It, it is really hard dealing with kids, especially kids that are unchurched. Um, and so we, um, so yeah, we pray and then we get into our positions. We go, the teachers will go where their classrooms kind of sit in the sanctuary and wait for their kids to come. Um, the other directors will go to their little area. So we've got the rec people going to the rec fields preschool rec going to the preschool rec field um kids will go to the respective classes um and then we have our opening rally our opening rally is just a really fun (laughs) crazy way to learn the songs and the dances um kind of give them an intro to what that lesson is going to look like Mm. um we will do like we'll have little videos playing that relate to this the lesson um we'll have games and stuff like that uh we give any announcements that we need to give to the kids Mm -hmm. um um, and then after that, the kids kind of go to their own ca- classroom. So if you're a teacher, you go and you spend time in your classroom teaching, and then they're on a sort of rotation. Um, after that, we have missions, we have crafts, and we have rec, um, and we have snack. So they'll go to snack, then they'll go to rec, and then they'll go to um, missions, and they'll spend time 
doing that kind of thing. And then after that, we have a closing rally, which is a really fun, crazy way to say goodbye um, to the kids and wrap up with a neat little bow what we learned that day and kind of do a recap. Um, so, yeah. And then after that, we have another volunteer uh, meeting where we kind of ask them, like, if, you know, if there's anything we need to know, anything we need to change for tomorrow kind of thing so we can get better. And then that's that's the day. And then you do it again and again <laughs> yeah. and again. <laughs> trying to hear where the nap comes in. I don't know. But it, it's funny. Like, you get to Wednesday and it's like clockwork. You, you watch the energy levels drop. <laughs> and then there's almost like a second wind that kind of kicks in Thursday and Friday. Mm-hmm. But that was what always would kind of Wednesday mornings. Hey, guys, you're going to be really tired today. It'll be okay. You're going to make it. You're going to get okay. Um, that's usually when you start seeing uh, a little bit of conflict between some volunteers that you work <laughs> through, and um, and it, it all ends up being good. So, But all in all, the, the cool thing about that, it's it's tiring. Drew said it was worth it. It's totally worth it. But you really see God come through with giving you everything that you need to love on these kids, mm. to share the gospel with them. And at the end of the week, you come in and you say, God, you did all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that... That's the really cool part. You know, That's like, awesome. Yeah. And we, I, we're, pro- we're very vocal about that. It's challenging. It's a lot of work because it's a lot of intentionality. But, but hear this, too. It, BBS is my favorite week of the summer. Like, yeah. since I've been six years old. And I, I, it's been a long time since I was six years old. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it continues to be my favorite week of the summer. Exactly Every so much year. time yeah. since you've been six months. <laughs> <Come on, laughs> Not sharing. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's it's such a sweet, sweet, like Chris said, it's such a sweet yeah. time. And all glory goes to the Lord because on our own, we're tired. We're challenged, mm-hmm. right? We're, we're done by the end of the week. But it's those are the moments we get to see Christ in. We, we get to see mm-hmm. the ways that he works. And it's not of our own accord, right? It, it's right. completely from him. And so, yeah, it, it's hard. But but also hear that it's it's a the best week yeah, <laughs> out of those 10 weeks of summer. It's fantastic. Sorry. On the flip side of what Drew said, like she's been going to VBS forever. I didn't really grow up in like mm. the church. And so um, I didn't go or experience VBS as a kid ever. But like as an adult, seeing the impact of VBS on kids, like and just seeing how excited they get and how much they love it is so encouraging to me and so beautiful to see because um, just like knowing that like I didn't have that as a kid like it's just such a sweet thing to see kids get excited about something that is related to God because I wasn't getting excited about things that related Mm. to God as a kid so just as an adult who loves Jesus I love seeing kids love Jesus as well yeah I'd say on on the intentionality part I think it's such a unique opportunity from morning to noon to intentionally talk about the Lord to do the games and navigate throughout their schedules and but you know working with the kids they're uh, you know even junior hires they're they're very honest and so when we're talking about (laughs) god and they're like well where is god and we get to really dialogue with these questions that they're struggling with and like i don't see him or Hmm. i doubt him and we get to have that intentional time to well let's talk about that and uh, to see a kid understand that and understand the gospel why Jesus came and died on this, mm-hmm. you know, on the cross for our sins, and uh, and to see that uh, light bulb click. I mean, there's nothing better than witnessing that, and you know. And then yeah. I think the cool thing is for the family who isn't a part of the church is, you know, their kid comes home, they say, "Hey, how was vacation Bible school? How was Club Remedy?" And say, "I gave my life to Jesus," and mm-hmm. you know, it, it impacts not just the one. I mean, it's the whole family, and that's great. And the hope is that the whole family would 
come to you know our church or you know another Bible teaching church that it's in their area. Some people are in vacation in Bakersfield. I don't know why, but <laughs> they're here for the summer, and sometimes they're here, and and that's they get to experience the gospel and yeah. uh, be transformed. So it's it's awesome. That's a that's a good segue for us to to talk about. You know what is what is our goal here at LBC? I mean, I think some of it has been mentioned, but maybe maybe just to to sum it up. Um, how do we know if VBS 2023 is a success? Uh, that's something I've noodled on the last few years because there's always the Sunday after VBS when we have the kids go and sing and then I'll do a report, right? <laughs> and it's, and it's like, we want numbers. It's the numbers, want, right? And yeah, that's the, the, the part yeah. that I, I want to share that, but it's, you know, if the numbers are less than the year before, um, mm. or whatever. Yeah. But I think, I mean, the obvious goal is that kids come to know Christ. Um, and so that we can measure, you know, we, we've got kiddos that do come to the Lord every year. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the things that are, they're harder to measure, but I think they're still important is, you know, kids come to church and they see that it's fun. They come to a place where they, they know that they're loved. Yeah. Um, it's all the pieces about the volunteers and seeing the church work together and giving them an opportunity to do that. That to me is, is huge. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and then you could do other things as far as goals. In my my mind, when I think about goals every year, it was, um, you know, making sure that all my volunteers were safe. (laughs) Nobody got (laughs) hurt. Uh, um, in other ways, but I think the primary thing is that the gospel was clearly communicated because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we can only share the gospel. It's up to the Holy Spirit to illuminate it in the kids' hearts, right? So you can't look at that number and say, well, there was only one. Mm-hmm. Only shouldn't be in that sentence. Like somebody came to there know was Christ. One. Yeah, that's right? a miracle. And we're celebrating that, right? Amen. And if it's more than that, awesome. Uh, but there's also, there's a number of kids that, you know, they may have raised their hands and fill out the card and we have a conversation with them and we determine like, I don't think you really understand the gospel, but we were able to answer some questions that they had. Mm-hmm. Right. And then there's the relationships that are built. Like Kevin's talked about, um, building some of the relationships with the junior hires that's going to continue on for the rest of the year. Um, there's going to be some families that come to the church afterwards. It's not normally not an, an enormous number of families, but you might get two or three or five families that Right. decide that they want to make LBC home. That's a win, yeah. right? All those, yeah. all those things you've got to, you've got to consider. Um, and so, uh, when you think about the, the money and the resources and the volunteers like that, that's why we do it. And it's, it's the largest outreach event that we do as a church during yeah, the year. It really is. It is. Cause how many, how many volunteers do you have every year? Um, so this year we're at over 150. Mm-hmm. We're think. at 153. We need a few more, but yeah. 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 And then yeah. for Club Remedy. Yeah, I need I need another six. <laughs> so, how many how many total do you have? Uh around does it take? Around twelve to fifteen is a good number. I mean, 20. it just kinda depends. Uh I mean when I our first Club Remedy, we were aiming for maybe like fifty kids at the most, and there was four of us. And uh <laughs> we had a hundred and twenty. <laughs> <laughs> so a one to thirty ratio is yeah, not too bad. So, so then <laughs> 
Yeah, more more college kids were you know were yeah, yeah. shoulder tap. So yeah, I mean, so that's you know, if my I'm terrible at math, but I mean, that's around like 170, 175 people total mm-hmm. um, out of our church. Like that's a huge undertaking. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a really really big undertaking. And so you're right in saying this is our biggest outreach of the year. This is kind of an all hands on deck moment where a large segment of our church is needed to pool our resources and come together with this, with the same energy and with the same vision and with the same goal mm-hmm. in mind to see kids come to know Christ. Um, Chris, I, I, I really like what you tapped into about numbers. Yeah. You know, um, cause when you look back on, on the history of the church, especially the history of revivalism in, in America, we see that things kind of got a little wacky in how we started to measure, you know, in the 18th and 19th centuries, it got a little wacky when we started, you know, measuring success or measuring God's hand of movement by the amount of people who sign a card or the amount of people who raise their hand to pray a prayer. Right. Um, I think here at LBC, I think we do a pretty good job of, of trying to stay away from that. And, but in recognizing that, you know, just like the parable of the sower, I love the parable of the sower mm. um, in Matthew's gospel where, where, where you know, the, the, the farmer's doing the work and he's casting the seed and the seed lands on all types of different soils. What's the point? I mean, he needs to cast the seed. That's the point. (laughs) He needs to be sowing seeds at every opportunity and where that seed lands, God's in charge of that and God sees it and God knows it. And so, you know, is it successful if one kid comes to faith in Jesus Christ? Of course. Mm -hmm. And that's a miracle and that's to be celebrated. Um, that's, 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 that's an amazing thing. That's what we want to see. Is it also a success if the Holy Spirit uses a little nugget of something <laughs> to prick a kid's heart, you know, right. um, that will that is a little seed that's planted there that's going to grow to produce fruit in the future, but maybe not today, is that a success? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think we'd say, yes, that's a success. Yes. If one family is reached with the gospel because their kid's coming home talking and excited about this place, LBC, and they come to church for the first time, is that a success? Absolutely. That's a success, you mm-hmm. know, and so um, it's important for us not to get so wrapped up in those numbers, you know, um, numbers are great. You know, it's, it's good to be able to measure things, you know, that's, that's nice, but that's a good point that that's not the fullest example of what God is doing. Right. Yeah. I got something to add on that. I think, you know, in the years I've been doing ministry now, sometimes God, you know, grants us the ability to see the number, but also, you never know the ripple effect in the future, you know, like right, yeah. 10, 20 years down the road. Hey, I know I never told you this, Chris, but, you know, 10 years ago, I was at VBS and I remember you're wearing your, your little cowboy hat and, or whatever. <laughs> right, right. And I remember the theme. You to volunteer just to come see that. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, <laughs> I find that students later will say, hey, I remember that. And, yeah. and that's, you know, sometimes you get to hear those stories, but. You know, we maybe we don't get the number at the end of the week, but to hear that years later, it's yeah. you never know what God's doing in you know a, a child's heart. So yeah, so there's there's one example of he's now in junior high. Um, one of the students that's been coming somewhat regularly lately, but I first met him my first year of EBS. Well, it's been six years now. Uh, and he was kind of all over the place. He'd mm-hmm. pop out of the classroom. He'd come find me. Hey. Mr. Chris, can I like hang out with you? I'm like, no, bud, you need to go back to your class, <laughs> you know? And he, he'd always find me and want to follow me, you know? And then it was every year he'd come. And then 
they'd start coming a little bit on Sunday school. Mm. And then we didn't see him, you know, through COVID and it was a couple of years. And then all of a sudden he pops up, he's skating out in the parking lot. Right. And I'm like, dude, where have you been? <laughs> and, uh, so he's telling me a story and seeing, so, you know, then he started coming to junior high group, but it mm. was VBS all those years ago. They got him here. Um, and, but yeah, that, that's, those are those kinds of stories that you can't measure that. Right. Right. It wasn't on a scorecard anywhere. Right. Right. But we're just sowing seeds. Yeah. Sowing seeds. Yeah. So, but he was at the church parking lot cause he knew it was safe and he knew he was loved. <laughs> right. And he recognized somebody and it was me that happened to walk out that day and that drew him back into church. That's you awesome. Know? So that's yeah, really cool. examples like that happen a lot, but that's awesome. It was really cool. The other thing I want to add is just the, the idea of family discipleship. I know as a team, a family ministries team, we've been thinking through what that looks like because yes, we want to provide an awesome, fun place for families to feel safe for them to, to drop off their kiddos. Um, and granted, there's a lot of, a lot of volunteers who are also parents of the kiddos that are participating, but there's a lot of families that drop their kiddos off and they trust us with their kids and we, and we're grateful for that. But one thing we're, we're working through is how can we help the parents disciple their kiddos? Not all those families are going to be believers, um, but there are going to be a lot of families who are believers. Uh, and so we want to figure out ways to, to help them kind of continue that conversation that started at VBS um, and especially with Sunday school and um, any other program or event that we put on. So. That's something that we're, we're looking at with VBS is uh, equipping our parents to be able to continue those conversations with their kids and uh, help them understand the Bible, help them understand Jesus better. Uh, and so that's kind of why we do the, uh, the event on Friday. And this year we're going to do it during the lunch. So mm. when you come to the closing rally, that's when we're going to invite our families in and then we're going to have hot dogs and food in the courtyard and uh, we're, we're trying to tap into the energy levels of our volunteers because when we do it in the evening, we're all worn out. <laughs> but there's a lot of excitement still around noon. Um, and so just really trying to get in touch with the, with the parents and, and help them and equip them. And, and that's our heart, too. We want to help families be victorious and especially to, to glorify Jesus and to know Jesus as a family together. So um, that's an important thing that we're always looking to do and, and, and try to do through VBS too um, is use VBS as a springboard into the rest of your summer to have those conversations with their kids uh, is, is really important. So, yeah, I got to say those CDs with the uh, songs every year end up in our car because we have an old car. So we still listen to CDs. Yeah. Uh, and those things stay in there year round. We've still got Gosh, we've still got submerged. Probably the last one that had actually really great music yeah, yeah. on it. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's it's great to be able to send those home with each of the kids because those same songs that are singing the same truths get played over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And that's something we get to share as a family Yep, and get to rehearse those truths as a family. And we get to talk about those things as a family. And that's really the biblical mandate. That's the way that God intended for it to be, Deuteronomy 6, that we are to... Uh, love the Lord our God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, that the truths of God's word are to be impressed upon our hearts, but we are to impress them upon our children, not the church ministry. Right. <laughs> that's the goal. That's the role of the parent. Right. Um, the ministry is here to support the parent and help the parent obey the command of God. And that's a, that's a very important distinction to make. Right. 
Do you know the dance moves as a family too? <laughs> uh, I'm embarrassed. My wife here. She she would say I should know them because she probably knows all of them. Yeah, <laughs> she was running our our music and dance team for many years. She was. Yeah. So she I'm sure she practiced at home a lot. <laughs> she, I think she did. Yes. When I think of family discipleship, um, I remember the first time when I was a new believer. A couple year, probably almost six or seven years ago now. I was reading through the Bible when I got to the book of Timothy. Um, y'all probably know where I'm going with this, but when I read about um, Timothy's faith mm. being first in his mom and his grandmother and then being passed on him, I remember reading that and it hit me like, like a, it was just like a pang straight through the heart because, mm. man, is that what I want to do with my kids? Just like, I remember just like, I like read that. I stopped reading the Bible and immediately just got on my knees and started praying Amen. and praying that I could do that for my kids um, because that that is the heart of family discipleship, passing faith from one generation to the next right. and to have your kids and their kids and their kids' kids and the generations after that. I mean, when you think about it, I'm, the, the catchphrase for the week is uh, following Jesus changes the game, but the whole like idea of it is that following Christ changes everything and it really does. It, it changes does. the entire trajectory of your life from then forward because I didn't have parents who taught me the love of Christ or who taught me about God, but my kids will. My kids mm. will have a, a mom who loves Jesus and who gets to tell that to them. And then their kids will have a grandmother who loves Jesus that gets to tell them about that and so forth and so on and their kids' kids. And so it really does change absolutely everything. And so, yeah, like I love that our focus as a church and as a youth like ministry is that we are so focused on equipping families to disciple their kids because it's so incredibly important. Um, and it's it's honestly detrimental for the Christian faith to pass it on to the to the children and the children after that, like Chris was saying, like mm -hmm. without kids in a church, a church dies. Yeah. Um, and, you know, for the universal church, we need to be raising up our children as men and women of faith who revere God and love God wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. um, and then the hope is that they pass that to their kids and um, so forth and so on. And we know that, you know, the love of Christ is being carried. Amen. Yeah. That's well said. Yeah. So think, think about this. Whenever we go to camp and you, there's always that, that camp high, the mountain effect, right? I was thinking about it last year. Like why, why does camp have such an impact on, kids for the gospel and and there's not a magic formula but the, i think there was three things i thought about one is you've got like two sermons a day at least mm -hmm. right you're surrounded by most you know mostly other christians there's gonna be some kids that aren't christian right so you've got non-stop fellowship <laughs> right and you're in the word all the time right so right. like that's the formula being it Summer camp isn't the form. The mountain isn't the formula, right? So then I think about the same thing with VBS. Like, why do kids get impacted with VBS? Well, you're four hours where you're hearing the gospel. You're around other Christians. You mm -hmm. got other people saturating you with, with the gospel and loving on you. Um, what is that day-to-day? -day? That's the home. That's yeah, the family, that's right. right? That's right. When we are talking about Jesus, when we're reading the word together, when we're encouraging each other, like that 
we as parents, that's we have the majority of the hours with with our students, right. and so. Yes, as a church, we've got awesome programs on Sundays and Wednesdays, and we're going to do VBS, and hopefully that's springboarding into the home. So we are saturating our kids mm-hmm. in the home, right? Because that that's how the gospel penetrates, especially with kiddos. So that to me, that's the formula: it's saturation of fellowship, God's word, God's message being preached, um, and having being around other believers. You know, yeah. so. Uh, it's important. So VBS is huge. Um, what we do in the home is, is huge as well. So, well yeah. said. Something that I, I really enjoy is, you know, when scripture talks about having like a childlike faith and when children and they are learning about Jesus, the Bible, there's an innocence where I remember hearing like a young, maybe first grader, and he's just saying, Jesus is bigger. Mm. you can trust God. And that's all I can, that's yeah. all he would say. Yeah. And we'd be like, Oh, you got a boo boo or whatever. He's like, it's okay. Jesus is bigger. You yeah. can trust God. You know, just there's that childlike faith or they just really believe that. Yeah. yeah. It's not just something that preaches. they know in their head, but it's really transformed their heart and their, their lifestyle. They're like, Jesus is big. Yeah. I could trust him. Yeah. He loves me. He's always with me. And they, they're, they're learning these truths and they're practicing it right there. They're not waiting till. But how well that preaches to adults. Yeah. yeah. Like how many times do we right. need to yeah. <laughs> be reminded? Right. Of that. <laughs> I'll remind you, John. Jesus yeah, thank is you. Bigger. Jesus is bigger. <laughs> and you can trust him. Yeah. Can't pay my taxes. Jesus is bigger. <laughs> <laughs> but truthfully, I think that's just, yeah, that's good. That's good. One more thing that I wanted to add about something that you had said earlier, John. You're talking about um, volunteers and like how much manpower mm-hmm. it takes to get this thing going. What I like that we're doing this year um, specifically is just being really intentional about getting literally the entire church involved from the kids that are in VBS and going to VBS and attending to the high schoolers that are volunteering Mm. to the college age kids that are volunteering to the, I would say, early adults, mid middle-aged adults that are volunteering. Well, we also have our men's ministry that are cooking and barbecuing (laughs) for us, um, you know, for our Friday event. And then we've got some of the older women in our church that are baking items for um, our Friday event. So it really is like a whole church involved. So it's not just that like 153 people that we have like on the ground running. We have every aspect of ministry in our church involved in VBS. It's such Mm. a big deal that like it's a whole church power event like um which is a really awesome thing that we get to see like just the church serving the church amen that's awesome with that in mind let's just wrap this up by by answering this question so say there's a listener listening right now and they're saying man uh they've been on the fence for a while you know they they really feel like god is telling them they should volunteer but 500 kids is a lot of kids and you just said the week's really exhausting and uh, what would you say to that person who's on the fence, uh, knowing that there's a few spots that need to be filled and that they're a member of this church? What would you say to them? Well, I think that no one ever has ever said, I regret serving at VBS. Like, I've heard a lot of people say, like, I wish I would have done it, but I was scared or I was nervous. But like, it's never no the other way around. Yeah, no one's ever like, oh, man, I wish I wouldn't have shared the gospel with 500 <laughs> kids. You know, it's not, it's not, it's never like that. But I also think that if we think of like um, the church and the church body, like 
we all have gifts. We all mm. have things that we're good at and we're all needed and essential to the body. Um, and so there are so, especially during a week like VBS, um, I don't want people to hear like, oh, we have like 150 volunteers and think like, oh, you have enough. They're good. No, mm. we always need help. There's always somewhere that you can help More and that you can serve yeah, yeah. um we're not just going to be like oh we have enough volunteers we don't need you no like there's always some place um and really using the spiritual gifts that god has given you to build up the church and serve the church is so important um but there's a place for everybody and there's something that you're good at there's something that you're passionate about there's something that the Lord has given you as a gift. Every believer has a spiritual gift that is supposed to be used to edify and build up the church. And VBS is a perfect way to kind of put those gifts to use, whether it's um, baking, whether it's, you know, helping barbecue, mm. whether it's serving up snacks, doing crafts, helping admissions, whatever it is. Like there are plenty of ways to get involved, something that would suit everyone. That's great. Um, yeah. So before I came on staff, um, my wife was been serving in children's ministry for a long time. She's like, Chris, you need to come volunteer for VBS. And so my point is I regretted not serving at the VBS because I didn't want to give You're up. You're that guy. That I was Kevin that was guy. I was. I didn't want to give up a week of my vacation time, right? But I came on staff and then I experienced VBS mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh man, I regret not doing it. Um, Cause it's just, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So I'd say if you're on the fence, just, just, just come. Yeah. Like don't look back and regret not making the decision of coming, like come and decide if it wasn't worth it, but I guarantee you it it will be worth it. Yeah. And I think we, we keep saying like how great and how wonderful VBS is for the kids, but I don't know if anybody ever talks about how great it is (laughs) for the adults. Um, sure. The kids are blessed by getting to hear the gospel, by eating yummy snacks and, and playing games and all that stuff. But as an adult, you have the privilege and just the opportunity to share the gospel, right? You, you get to practice things you might not always get to practice. You get to practice patience in ways you've never practiced patience (laughs) and you get to grow in grace and you get to grow in boldness and sharing the gospel, right? You're, you're sharing it all week long. So by the end of the week, you've practiced at least 20 times, right? Like, and so I think we often forget, like we learn just as much as the kids do and it looks different, Mm -hmm. but I feel like every year I look back and wow, I learned a lot this week, you know, mm-hmm. and, and so I think it, it really is a benefit to our hearts, too, as volunteers, not just not just for the kids. I think what's funny about serving, it's one of those things that, um, you know, God uses to really sanctify us and mature us in our faith. And I just think about Matthew twenty twenty eight. 28, uh, Jesus says, even as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. And I remember the first time I was asked to work with teenagers, I kind of rolled my eyes and laughed and said, yeah, right, teenagers, because my teenage years were crazy and all over the place. And then I sat with junior hires, and it was just the first time I was like, whoa, like, yes, they need help, and yes, it's crazy, but we have the answer. It's Christ, right? And so to to be in that position to serve, I mean, whether that's, you know, frying up some hot dogs or whatever, or if you're teaching or yeah. if you're doing a craft, I mean, it's all, we all have the same mission in mind. Yeah. And I think, yeah. um, you know, you gain friendship, you yourself are challenging your own beliefs. You're, you're examining your own heart as you're sharing with a first grader or mm-hmm. a junior higher with the gospel. And you're like, wow, like 
and they're really asking about it. And you're like, okay, <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a really good uh, challenge and it's eye opening. So, so it sounds like uh, by passing it, this sounds like this is a great opportunity to not only come and minister to a bunch of kiddos, but to grow in your own faith. That um, this is an opportunity to give back, uh, an opportunity to use your gifts. It's an opportunity to provide a safe and fun place to share the gospel. I mean, there's so many opportunities that are presented by just being a part of VBS. You know, I, I think one other aspect of that is uh, for those who truly can't, because maybe it's it they really can't get the time off of work, or they really can't get outside that often, um, or use or physically. There's some physical limitations to being able to serve. Um, don't ever, ever, ever underestimate the power of prayer. Mm. Uh, we need to be praying over every single kid that comes, that's going to step foot on this campus and hear the good news of Jesus Christ. Well, for those who do want to be a part, uh, maybe you haven't volunteered before, but you're thinking to yourself, oh man, I think I need to volunteer. I think I need to be a part of this. Chris, how could they volunteer uh, to serve at VBS? What's their first step? Uh, so they can go to our website. And we've got an events page, and you find the... Um, That's laurelglenn.org. Laurelglenn.org, yes. Uh, you find our events page. It's got all the you know the events coming up. And you can find the, the VBS um, volunteer registration link. So they can start there. Um, if you're a first-time volunteer with us, then we'll have you fill out an application. Um, there's a background check that we need to do, right? It's part of protecting our kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, you can also see the open positions that you can, you can sign up for, um, on that registrations, but I want to make sure Kevy and Drew, that's correct. That yeah, sounds right. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if, if they go, they look on the website and they see, uh, there's really not that many options left. Okay. Um, I would say don't hesitate to call us. Um, if we need to fit you in. Kevin really needs you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's so raising his hand. Junior high. <laughs> yeah, so if you see that uh, VBS spots are filled, Club Gravity is wide open. And uh, our goal is 12 to 15. I'm currently at 8. But mm. uh, if I can get 20 or 30, I mean, we just want to be prepared. And that's just more opportunity. We never want students to be at one of our events or one of our uh, you know, VBS things and not feel like they were not acknowledged. And so the more, uh, help that we have, that's more intentionality, more relationships that we can build with each child, each student. So, and at the the junior high level, it really is more about the relationships that you're building. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, going back to like promoting in the summer, I mean, I've talked to some of my friends in ministry and they're like, Whoa, you guys promote early. And like our church, we've never even thought about that. And so that's really unique. And really that that bleeds into the school year and Mm -hmm. so uh the more we can meet our new freshmen new uh incoming seventh graders and incoming you know kids all all grades i mean it just it's a it's a smooth uh school year because they can say hey we hung out all summer and we have every you know um after vbs i mean our ministries like we don't stop we have we have an opportunity for every kid to be a part of a ministry in some yeah. fashion. So it doesn't stop. Right. And That's that great. junior yeah. high sign up link is going to be in the exact same place yep. as yeah. the VBS font. It's the same registration. Uh, so it's not confusing, but just to add to what Kevin said, we can't have too many volunteers. And right. so even if you see that those spots are full, um, call the church office and we'll, we'll plug you in wherever um, you feel like you um, are gifted to serve in. Yeah. So junior we want to find a place for you. And if you're on the LBC campus, there's always a um, 
VBS volunteer booth and you if you want to do it the old-fashioned way um, we have our needs like written on a piece of paper over at the booth there's always someone at the booth you can talk to and you can kind of just go over there and say hey I want to help with VBS and we will plug you in somewhere if you have a specific place we can plug you in there we can find a place for you um, if you're one of those people that's just like plug me in wherever you need we have that available as well so yeah if you want to do it the old-fashioned way and you're not very technologically savvy then you can stop by the vbs booth that's out most sundays you can say hi to us we'll be there yeah and one one caveat to that i'm going to put my my former safety specialist hat on um, if you want to volunteer with us please sign up before the weekend before vbs please don't show up the day of because <laughs> and then let me explain why not that we don't want you but we have training that Saturday and we're going to equip you and train you um, and make sure that all of our volunteers are, are going to be with our kids in a safe manner. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just want to make sure you, you've got all the tools you need uh, instead of just showing up. Cause we've had in the past people come, you know, midweek and want to help and they're, they're totally lost, mm-hmm. you know, and it's yeah. not a good, it's not a good experience for them or the kids. So sign up now, um, be part of that volunteer training. Cause that's a lot of fun too. You know, you, you build that team camaraderie and then we go in it together. So, but yeah, sign up. and. So if you're listening to my voice right now uh, and you're thinking to yourself, oh man, I have no excuse. You've heard it here. <laughs> you can go onto our website, laurelglenn.org. Uh, go to events, mm-hmm. correct? Uh, you'll find the registration for VBS there. Uh, look for those available spots. If you don't see any spots that are available, maybe they hopefully get filled up after this podcast here. Um, we still want you to serve. Uh, there's a place for you, and it will uh, it will only benefit you. Uh, so don't be afraid. Jump out there because we aren't going anywhere with VBS. We're going to keep it going. This is a huge outreach um, to Bakersfield. It's a huge outreach that helps to feed our church as well, and you will not be disappointed by serving. Um, and if it's your first time, we would love to hear after the fact even <laughs> of how this was a blessing for you and what God taught you throughout the whole process. Um, so praise God that we have the resources that we can pull together, that we have the ability to create a fun and safe environment uh, where kids can hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, if not for the first time, to hear those points shared over and over and over and over again to help develop their love for Jesus Christ and to help equip families uh, to share the gospel more effectively with their kids and to disciple their kids. The LBC Podcast is a ministry of Laurel Glen Bible Church in Bakersfield, California. Hey, if you're looking for a church family to worship with, we would love for you to join us. Our services are every Sunday, 8.30 a.m. and 10 a.m. Head on over to laurelglen.org for more information on our church and a lot more. If you like what you're hearing on the LBC podcast, hey, share it with a friend and be sure to subscribe so that you can be notified every time a new episode drops. Well, until next time, on behalf of myself, John, Chris, Kevy, Drew, and Kevin, and Elijah, walk in the grace and truth that only comes through Jesus Christ. Bye! Bye.